to the Newport Ritchie Christmas Parade. This is promising some real excitement. See if you can hear the helicopter. This sounds like Christmas in a police state. Nothing says Christmas like sirens. Hear the sirens? Santa must be on his way. Weird looking military vehicles decorated in Christmas. The war on the holidays started early this year. It was over a week ago. I wished the guy happy holidays. He said to me, no problem. Just left the Circle K slash Shell Station. In Pasco County, Florida, that currently has a 7.8 percent positivity rate and I was the only person that had a mask on. And I have to admit that I felt a little bit awkward until a woman came around from the back and she had her mask on, her neck. You gotta wonder, what is going on in these people's minds? Don't they understand what we're dealing with here? Omicron. It is a Greek letter given to the latest and most contagious iteration of the COVID-19 virus. Obviously, I'm confused by the reaction of many people in our society when it comes to taking precautions to protect themselves or others as far as getting vaccinated and wearing masks and so physically distancing try to avoid the socially distance social distancing because you can still be social just have a little more physical distance anyways point is i remember reading about a fungus or a bacteria cephalocyphus oh i don't remember i'll find it later called cordyceps they're fungi 
it would take over ants. I think it got to their brains, or it bypassed their brains and took control of their bodies. One way or another, it would get into an ant's body. It would multiply. It would take over the ant, at least parts of the ant, and make it do things that are out of the ordinary. The one thing I remember the best was when an ant would climb up way high on a blade of grass, which they normally wouldn't do for the type of ant it was. They usually stayed to the ground because they were more likely to be preyed upon when they were up high on the grass. Anyways, it would climb up on the grass, and then it bacteria, or the fungus, I guess it was, would multiply and cause the ant's head to explode. And then more of the spores would come raining down on the other ants and it would spread that way. Maybe COVID's got something similar going on with the humans. Maybe there's people trapped inside there. Maybe it goes around the brains and these people are trapped inside their head saying, what am I saying? Why would I be saying stuff like this? My body is being forced to move this way. My mouth is being forced to say stupid stuff and refute science and evidence because of freedom. Sometimes you can see it in their eyes if you look closely enough. I'll even assault healthcare workers. I don't want to do it. I love healthcare workers, but I can't say it. And I can't stop from doing it. Because something's got a hold of me. I don't know. But it just seems similar to that. Like, they've been taken over. Especially those that have already suffered through it and know how severe it can be and interact with other people that can catch it. As we know, it's extremely contagious. And it's obviously been politicized. And Donald Trump is actually going after his, uh, his protege, the governor of the great state of Florida, Ron DeSantis, who I'm pretty sure has been vaccinated and boosted. But he's afraid to say so out loud because these COVID-infected people booed the president when he said he got a booster shot. Now, isn't that exactly what a virus would want you to say? If you heard somebody had taken actions to protect themselves from you spreading, you'd want your the host body to say, boo, boo. Seems like a madness that used to be pretty well contained to a portion of our society has spread exponentially. Sort of like the Omicron virus has amongst the American population. Seems like rational thinking is on the run. So, I have my concerns for 2022, and that's not even counting the elections. Well, here we are at the start. 2022. Let's hope it turns out to be a better year than last year.
Let's go and find out. So tomorrow will be January 6th, 2022. It'll be one year since the attack on our nation's capital. There's ongoing investigations. There have been people punished. But I haven't seen or heard about any of the instigators being prosecuted, at least not yet. And I know if you're doing a thorough investigation, it takes a while, so trying to stay optimistic. But it feels like what motivated the attack the lies about the election being stolen are ongoing. We have many representatives, senators, and members of the House who, whether they believe it or not, feel that it is in their best political interest to go along with the former president's claims that Joe Biden is not the rightful president of the United States. On January 11th, Steve Inskeep of NPR interviewed the former president and they talked about his claims of the election being stolen. The former president did not take too well to being fact-checked in real time and ended his interview early. Now, I took excerpts and edited them down to make them more entertaining and to capture the essence of their exchange. Steve Inskeep of NPR interviewed the former president and he used the truth sandwich. I think because it was recorded, he was able to state the facts before the interview with Trump even started. And then he called Trump on it every time that he tried to push the lie about the election being stolen. And I'm going to just play a couple segments of it, but I, I was really happy to see the truth sandwich. Like I said, dumb name, but effective technique, apparently. The key, I think, more than anything, was that they recorded the interview. So they were able to fact check it. They were able to effectively introduce the interview. And they were able to speak about it afterwards. It's a lot different than when you're you know, you have a president that's either standing in front of a helicopter yelling, really hard to get in any good follow-up questions or any background, or he's just spewing an endless line of falsities that Inskeep called him on right on the spot. He showed how you interview a, a bullshitting authoritarian. I hope other members of the media pick up on this. So, well, let's just listen to a little bit of it. 
Trey Grayson used to run elections as the Republican Secretary of State of Kentucky. He's thinking about those Republican t-shirts that used to say, F your feelings. And here we are looking at the 2020 election and we are the ones who are basing it on feelings, not on facts, not on the law. Then let's start with the politics. Is it a disadvantage for Republicans to keep talking about the 2020 election in 2022? No, they're finding things that nobody thought possible. This was a corrupt election. I just have to point out, Doug Logan ran the audit in Arizona that was set up by your allies, didn't find serious problems. This is a quote, the ballots that were provided to us to count in the Coliseum very accurately correlate with the official canvas numbers. The ballots may correspond, but the number of ballots doesn't mean anything. It's who signed the ballots, where did the ballots come from? What you really have to do in that report is look at the findings. They're devastating like nobody's seen before. Why did Republican officials in Arizona accept the results then? Because they're rhinos, and frankly, a lot of people are questioning that. Why would they? They fought very hard, the Maricopa County people, and uh, people don't understand it because all you have to do is look at the findings and take a look at their testimony. They weren't able to answer anything. They couldn't answer a thing. The waves of bullshit. Remind me about that Sam Harris problem, debating people about vaccines. When they just make stuff up. Well, I'll say it now. When it comes to race, I'm not a big fan of Sam Harris, but I do think he's a pretty good thinker in general. He's just got a bad blind spot when it comes to black people in particular. But I guess not, because he doesn't like Muslims very much either. It seems quite biased when addressing them as well. But anyways, there were some people asked him why he didn't debate with anti-vaxxers. And he said that he can't, it, it's impossible to successfully debate with some of them because they've gotten to the, so sophisticated and they'll make references to studies that may or may not exist or may or may not show what they claim, but that Sam is unaware of and is unable to address. They'll say, well, yeah, but you're, you're, what about the hydroxychloroquine study in Hong Kong or Singapore or Croatia or wherever, where, where all these people have gotten, immediately got better. And of course, there doesn't even have to be any evidence of that being true for it to sidetrack or derail the conversation. And you can't respond to a study that you don't know anything about and may not even exist. And I think I, it's important that I bring this up because it's a lot of what Trump does when he's talking with Inskeep in this interview. What about these votes? What about those votes? Let me uh, read you some short quotes. The first is by one judge who you appointed. Brett Ludwig, U.S. District Court in Wisconsin, who was nominated by you in 2020, he says, quote, This court allowed the plaintiff the chance to make his case, and he has lost on the merits. Another quote. So Rudy Giuliani, your lawyer, November 18, 2020, in Pennsylvania, quote, This is not a fraud case. Your own lawyers had no evidence of fraud. They said in court they had no evidence of fraud, and the judges ruled against you every time on the merits. It was too early to ask for fraud and to talk about fraud. Rudy said that because of what people felt with the, because that was obviously and what people felt. The things that have found out have more than bore out what people thought and what people felt and what people found. The things that found out, kind of hard to argue against made up stuff or not even specified stuff. Let's see what else he has to say. 
You know the real truth, Steve. So you take a look at it. This election was a rigged election. I did read recently or heard recently that conspiracies have changed nowadays. They used to be very complex and complicated, and they used to explain just about everything. It would tie everything together. That's why you had the Illuminati and stuff like that. And uh, one of the ways that they would overwhelm you with information, I guess kind of similar to what I was talking about, those other people. But nowadays, that's not how they work. The ideas are spread not through evidence, even if it's not all credible, but evidence and complex explanations, they're spread by repetition, 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 repetition. That's social media. And you may think that you're doing research when you read the same story in five different web pages or magazines or whatever you want to call them these days, but they all come from the same source, which frequently is based on nothing. It's more for uh, political purposes and to influence your thinking than it is to find out what's really going on. Mitch McConnell is a loser. It's like you've never seen before. Look at the United States Supreme Court. They refuse to hear the case. Nobody's really gotten a chance to look. And you had, I they guess, said there was no standing to get the case. That's correct. Well, Can I yeah, just no ask? standing. I know no standing. Supposedly, so wait a minute. I'm the president of the United States, so I wanted to just rig an election. Hundreds of thousands of votes in different states. Just rig an election. We got we got votes. A number of votes that he got 80 million votes. Maybe because the election was about you. Is you have to solve the problem of the presidential rigged election of 2020. No idea how big this issue is. Notice how he keeps repeating the rigged election. Conspiracy through repetition. Not evidence. Assertion. And that's something I've been finding a lot with people on the right is they just assert things without evidence and then stand firmly behind whatever they asserted. And it's not just the politicians either, it's their supporters. And he's got a group of true believers behind him, many of them with fascistic tendencies, if not outright fascistic beliefs. And what a minority wishes to rule over the majority, the only way for them to succeed is through force. Well, not the only way, but the primary way. Through misinformation, cheating, and threats of violence. Oh, and actual violence as well. And we are engulfed in all three currently, us being citizens of the United States of America. And I don't really feel scared, but what bothers me is I don't really feel angry either. Kind of disgusted, nonplussed. My fear really is for the future. 
But democracies have died before. And as I heard a gentleman just recently saying, America has only truly been a democracy since 1965. And Ronald Reagan started dismantling it 15 years later. And the Supreme Court has just about finished it. And we didn't need voting rights protection anymore because everybody gets treated the same. And everybody's just judged by the content of their character and the color of your skin or your nation of origin or your religious belief. doesn't have anything to do with how you get treated in the United States. Not anymore. That was back in the olden days. Although in Florida, they won't allow academics to talk about the effects of the, the changes in voting procedures. Uh, what's the right word for that? I got to work on that one. Changes in Florida's voting laws and its effects on minority communities. So it gets pretty hard to determine what's going on when you're living in a, in a media environment in which information is suppressed, manipulated, fabricated, distorted, and weaponized through repetition. And even if you're like me and you try to avoid idiot propaganda, like I don't watch cable news, I don't watch television, hardly at all, but They've apparently figured that out. And now they have robots call me. One particular one named Becky, who calls me up and to keep me up on the lie of the day. Is this a push poll? Oh, this is a live person, but I'm actually speaking with a computer for quality. No, I mean a push poll where you ask a question where you're really trying to get people to think a particular way and you don't really care about what the answer is. No. Okay. Okay, my name is Becky with the National Republican Congressional Committee, also called the NRCC. Okay. But you're a real person. Uh-huh. Oh, this Interesting. is a live person, but I'm actually... All right, um, and my answer would have to be no. I understand. We appreciate your time, and thank you for taking our call. I'm so oh, glad man, to hear that you're a real person, because you talk a lot like a robot. Oh, this is a live person. Oh, it is. And your name is Vicki, you said? For all purposes. No. And you work with the Republicans? I'm the Republican Congressional Committee, and my name is Becky Sprague. Becky. Becky, I'm sorry. Okay, well, yes. thank you for calling so much. I appreciate it. Oh, Okay. Oh, I was just saying that contributions or gifts to the NRCC are not deductible as charitable contributions for federal income tax purposes. This call has been paid for by NRCC and is not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. For more information, visit us at www.nrcc.org 202-4797. You're a funny woman. Okay, from what I'm hearing... Oh, this is a live person, but I'm actually speaking with a computer for quality control purposes. You may have been live at one time, but you're not live now. I understand. 
We appreciate your time and thank you for taking our call. If I may, I must remind you that contributions or gifts to the NRCC are not the... Oh, I wouldn't give you a penny. Okay. Do you understand? Okay. Okay, what? I understand. Uh, would you please make a donation to Nancy Pelosi in my name? Okay, from what I'm hearing, and that's okay, but your answer is not answering the questions that I'm asking. So do you want me to continue, or should I put you on our do not call list? No, I think this is great. I love this call, and I'm very fascinated to see how this whole system works. Okay, and from what I'm hearing, and that's okay, but your answer is not answering the questions that I... Okay, well, what's the question again, Becky, please? Hello, I'm Becky Sprague, calling with Republican leader Kevin McCarthy and the NRCC on a recorded line with an urgent one-question poll. Now, let me ask, do you feel that Nancy Pelosi's January 6th committee is a political hit job on President Trump and House Republicans? Um, not a hit job, no. I understand. We appreciate your time, and thank you for taking our call. If I may, I must remind you that contributions or gifts to the NRCC are not deductible as charitable contributions. Well, don't worry. I won't be sending you anything, Becky. Would you tell uh, McCarthy to uh, please resign his office? I find him to be uh, harmful for our country's well-being. I was just asking if you've had it with the chaos and ineptitude Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi have brought to our country this year. Did did they invade the Capitol? Pelosi and Biden? Okay, now in finishing, it really is almost unbelievable. Yeah. Socialism, out-of-control inflation, woke ideology, open borders, and rampant illegal immigration, to name a few. And now we find out that Democrats want to pay illegal immigrants up to $450,000 in reparations. My gosh, that's more than some 9-11 families received. It's time to vote them out. And with our tremendous Republican victory in Virginia, momentum is on our side. And we have an historic responsibility here. And we really need you to help us stop the socialist surge and support House Republicans and the NRCC. No. We count on your support and help us strip Nancy Pelosi from power and return a Republican majority to the U.S. House. So when you receive your envelope in the mail, can the NRCC count on your support with a small donation for the drive? Well, what would you do, though? You guys, the NRCC, all you guys do is cut taxes, right? And pollute the environment? To keep this party strong, your financial support of the NRCC is vital. The NRCC will be at the forefront of taking back the House in 2022. Are you a real person, Becky, or are you a robot? Well, this is a live person, but I'm actually speaking with a computer for quality control purposes. Oh, you sound like a robot. I was just asking, when you receive your envelope in the mail, can the NRCC count on you to support with a small gift? Heavens no. You know, I completely understand, and I don't want to be a burden. Please hear me out. But it's vital that all lawyer Republicans join. You're not a burden. The Republican Party's the burden. I was just saying that we really need you aboard today, so how about I put you down for just $22, which is a bit less. Fair enough. $22? 
Who do you think I am, Mark Bezos? I understand. We appreciate your time, and thank you for taking our call. Josh Holly? I may, I must remind you that contributions or gifts to the NRCC... Becky. ...are not deductible... Becky? ...charitable contributions. Becky. Becky. How long have you been doing this? Oh, I was just saying that contributions or gifts to the NRCC are not deductible as charitable contributions. I was so happy when I heard your voice. I said, now there's a woman I can have a conversation with. Fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Do you guys remember this lady? And we're calling from the Rule of Law Defense Fund with an important message. So March to Save America is tomorrow in Washington, D.C. I'm calling from the Rule of Law Defense Fund with an important message. So March to Save America is tomorrow in Washington, D.C. at the Ellipse in President Park between East Street and Constitution Avenue on the south side of the White House with doors opening at 7 o'clock a.m. At 1 o'clock p.m., we will march to the Capitol building and call on Congress to stop the steal. We are hoping patriots like you will join us to continue the fight to protect the integrity of our elections. For more information, visit MarchToSaveAmerica.com. This call is paid for and authorized by the Rule of Law Defense Fund, 202-796-5838. Stop the steal. Stop the steal. Stop the stop the stop. Stop the steal. Okay. Hang up. Hang up. We're sorry. Hang up.